and Brit, Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. That's the Brad and Brit cast. It's our second one of the week. A lot of people count, so we like to help you out with that. Uh, we're live in the one thirty hour Eastern time this day, and uh, just before we started, I was I was watching uh, Channel Seven in Miami with their live coverage of the former president, the disgraced mm-hmm. ex, twice impeached, yada yada, you know. And uh, he's getting the full treatment. He's getting the full treatment. Now, I know that uh, the Trump supporters think that the full treatment means he's being treated unfairly, that there's a double standard, that things are being done to him that would never be done to uh, anyone else. Well, I submit to you that uh, no one else in American history has ever had traffic blocked off all the way from where they are. And in this case, Trump has been uh, hiding out at the Doral Country Club, which he owns, to get to the courthouse in downtown Miami, which would, according to the anchors on uh, Channel 7 in Miami, take the uh, average person about a half hour to navigate. But when you have the entire route blocked off, probably takes less than 10 minutes. And, you know, Britt, we've, we've been in cities, including the one we're in now, uh, certainly in Charlotte, where they block off traffic when a president or a vice president comes through. It's a big mess. It's really inconvenient for all the citizens. They shut down the interstate this weekend when Donald Trump yeah. came to town. Yeah. Okay, I, I I rest my case. I mean, it was... Why? Why? I'll give you another story from my professional life. There was a poor fellow who had his car break down on the interstate in the path from the airport to uh, the Cory Convention Center. That fellow had his car towed because... Greensboro, yeah, right? They had, yeah. they had the thing towed because... We don't know. That could be a bomb. We have no idea. Normally, it would have sat there for a while, and, and no one really knew who towed it. <laughs> I, I did see in the Miami Herald, they reported that about four and a half hours ago near the courthouse, everyone went into a panic. There was an unknown thing around the courthouse. It turned out it was just a a flat-screen TV. A flat-screen color TV? I'm sure it was color. It might have been a black and white. <laughs> the flat screen black and white TVs are hard to get to. Might have been. It might have been. It might have been. Uh, so Trump complains, of course, and this is the basis of the the grievance shtick that people who follow him are willing to go along with and repeat to your face or to mine or to anybody that will listen, that there's just this incredible double standard. And then you get phrases like Hillary, Hunter Biden, on you go. And um, I was not aware of this. This one slipped by me. Maybe it slipped by you too. Um, About a year ago, uh, we had uh, someone named Asia Janae 
Lavarello, who was a civilian employee of the Defense Department, who took home with her some papers that she should not have had in her possession. And this is the story from February 11th of 2022. Okay. This person got three months in prison after admitting to taking materials containing classified information to her hotel room and to her house. She just had them in her. She she just had them in a briefcase and just took them. Is that what the deal was? Uh, Her sentence came exactly the same week of revelations about Trump. The initial ones that the government was trying to get back documents. Wow. This ex-Defense Department employee was sentenced back in February of 22. Again, her name is Asia Janae Lavarello on temporary assignment at the embassy, our embassy in Manila. I know. Do the joke. Manila folders. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, Hilarious. Is the NFL expanding to Manila, Britt? What would they be Uh, called? The Manila folders for sure. That's hilarious. She took classified documents from the American embassy to her hotel room. She hosted a dinner party at her hotel on the day she took the documents, March 20th, 2020. An embassy co-worker found the documents, which had classified markings on them, according to the court filings. She was confronted. But she did not take steps to return them to the embassy's secure information facility quickly enough. But she put them into a safe in the embassy two days later. But she didn't put them where she was supposed to at the time they they fired her. But she got three months. That's the point. Mm-hmm. That's the point. So and it was swift justice, and she didn't cry. Oh my God, Hunter Biden. Oh my God, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. She didn't do any of that. Right. She pleaded guilty, got the three months, a $5,500 fine, and off we go. So this this idea that, that, that Trump is being unfairly treated, well, he's not being unfairly treated. He's being treated way, way too fairly. He was given every opportunity. He was giving, given every chance oh, yeah. to square this up, yeah. and no one would have known about it. Nobody would have said a word and we know that if uh, you or i or say this person working for the united states over in the philippines had done anything even remotely similar they'd get in trouble and get sentenced to jail and that's correct and so far at this moment donald trump has not been tried and he has not been sentenced to anything and he is continuing minute by minute, to get outrageous special treatment. And the judge in charge of the case, and I don't think this is Aileen Cannon, I think this is the magistrate who's running okay. it today, right. uh, has declared no cameras, no video, mm-hmm. no audio, mm-hmm. no cell phones, no nothing. There will be no electronic record of what is going on, because uh, as you know, in a free and open society, we have no right to see what goes on in trials. Oh, I well, know this isn't the trial yet, so this no. doesn't count. Fuck that. 
Well, there is, uh, I think your point is well made. There is extraordinary public interest. <laughs> this is the first time that a president has, a former president has been tried for this anything. I, I agree with that. I will, this, is, this is where I get to pitch for, I sent you the link to something called the NSL podcast with Steve Vladek and Bobby Chesney. Bobby Chesney is the guy who is the dean of the University of Texas Law School. And Steve Vladek is also a professor at the University of Texas Law School. Uh, they're both national security experts when it comes to the law. If you put, if you had a cocktail party or just put like the hundred most recognized national security law experts in a room, these two guys would be in it. They've testified in Congress. They've had papers published, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I, I learned a lot from the podcast that they put out yesterday, the NSL podcast. Um, and what they said in particular about Judge Cannon is you can ask her to recuse herself from the case. You could ask her because this is the first time that a president has been tried by someone who they appointed because this is the first time that a president has been tried. Can, 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 I, can I interject this? You shouldn't have to ask her. Should, correct. She shouldn't have to be reminded that she. But okay, understood. Well, I'll, You're I'll right. play along. I'll play along. Of course, they're, so they're, of course, thousand percent right. Of course, of course. You can ask her because she has already shown. I don't know extreme favoritism in uh, right. What happened at Mar-a-Lago last summer right, when she right, was right. she she had extraordinary powers that she made up and was immediately smacked down by the Eleventh Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 ma- appointing the master and all of this all of this hoo ha, so you can ask her and she can then say no and then you could appeal it, you could appeal that to the broader under extraordinary circumstances. They also said that they would make the deal with Judge Cannon if they could, if this was possible. The government could make the deal and say, look, if you recuse yourself, we will stipulate that no democratically appointed judge will prov- preside over this case. We'll take another Republican not named Eileen Cannon. You could do that. That's cute. Also, That's I would cute. just like That's to. What's that, what's that saying is you have to admit you're the worst of the worst <laughs> well... of all the, the Trump and Republican appointees in the federal system. Certainly the ones in the, the uh, Southern District there of Florida. You have to admit that you suck the most and are the yeah. least qualified and the most prejudiced. Please, and... would you do that? Of course, she's never going to. She's never going to do that. So. I'll remind you uh, again, Duke University undergrad, University of Michigan Law School. That's Eileen Cannon. And the other part that I would that I, I sent uh, to you was a little thing called Rule 29. We've all watched um, television shows and movies where after the defense rests, after the prosecution rests, the defense goes up and goes, yes, Your Honor, move to acquit the uh, prosecution, whether it's the state, the Commonwealth, the United States, they did not make their case. And almost always it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to go ahead and have closing arguments and have the jury decide. She could, Eileen Cannon, could, at the end of the day, have Trump's lawyers, whoever they are between now and then, stand up and go, uh, Your Honor, we moved to acquit the state right. or the, the United States did not establish. And she could say, you're right. The defendant is acquitted. Case dismissed. And it's not appealable. You right. cannot appeal that decision. And jeopardy attaches. Therefore, right. he cannot it, be retried. Right. And it, it forces all of us to say really stupid things. I'll say one right now. She's not going to do that. 
There's no way she'd do right. that. I mean, she's it. not shown any favoritism at all toward the defendant. I know, and it's but, not but like you, he... you can't. Yeah, I mean, you can't hang your coat on that particular hook. It's going to be on the floor. Oh, you can't. The dog's <laughs> going to be shitting all over it. You yeah, can't you can't it. base it. You can't base. I mean, you can't base it on past history. You can't base it on what she's done right. and their one time to help out the guy who appointed her. I mean, that would be insane. So I would just. Show everybody that. Hopefully that's not something that happens because that would tend to lead to, I don't know, civil war, civil war well, two. This time it's for real. But this is the worst. This is the worst part of this. This is the worst part of this. And you could talk about 8,000 things going on during Trump's presidency or all kinds of different things where the last line of what is said is, well, it may not be illegal. Uh, there may, need, may be no law against it, but you have to give the appearance of fairness. You cannot be perceived as being wholly prejudiced. You cannot be that person. You've, you've, you've got to maintain that kind of objectivity. And if you come in with not just a, a bag, not just some baggage, but about 500 trunks worth of garbage behind you like she is in this particular case, just putting aside what she did a few months ago, in creating out of thin air, air this this idea that some kind of a special master needed to to look over the the evidence for the case to to proceed which remember what that was all about in one sense it was about delaying 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 and uh she could do that again here she could set a trial date way further in the future than is necessary she could do that. That's what Trump wants. He certainly wants a trial date delayed till after the election so that this country can be completely enveloped for the next year and a half over this just being a referendum over whether Donald Trump should get elected so that he can pardon himself right after the election or not. If that isn't what Donald Trump wants, then I'm not breathing. And I'm not sitting here. That's what he wants. And at this moment, we have no reason to believe that he doesn't have the perfect judge to do that and make up 25 different phony reasons on why that should be, including, well, Mr. Trump needs a little bit of extra time because he uh, has new counsel who uh, need to get up to speed. She can make up 100 different, ex which, by the way, every Republican will say, you know, that's all true. That's absolutely true. Yeah, and yeah. the rest of us will go. That's complete bullshit. Right. This is unbelievable. We, uh, so there's, there's just no, there's just no excuse for her being the judge in this case. There, there really isn't. And the best legal minds in the country can weigh in as those guys in Texas did. And of course they're a hundred percent right. Uh -huh. And remember in America, in the world of Trump, being 100% right with the facts means nothing because it's, it's, uh, about, it's about brute force. It's about what can I get away with? 
Yeah. What can I steamroll anybody on? I, steam the key, anybody with, yeah. They seem to think, and I think it's, I don't think they're the, one, the only ones who made this point. It's up to this uh, Walt Nauta guy. If, if he decides to plead the fifth and fall on his sword and, and not yap, then there's going to be the, the, the consequences are going to be a little bit less for Donald Trump. I don't think you can, I don't think there's any way to mitigate lying to the FBI. As it turns out, Brad, if you think you have been subpoenaed unfairly, that doesn't give you license to lie to investigators. <laughs> I don't know if you know that or not. You have ways that you can fight back against subpoenas. You can get them quashed, but you don't then go, oh, oh, this is not fair. So I get to lie to people. I get to lie to the Federal Bureau of Investigation. You don't get to do that, as it turns out. Well, the, so if, this if, is, if, this, if Walter Nathow, whatever the guy's name is, if he gets, if he says, if there's somebody in his life that goes, look, you fucked yourself. You have fought by, by, by praying to this porcelain God that is named Donald Trump. You fucked yourself. Your life is shit now and you will suffer tremendous consequences. Do you want to go the last mile? Do you wish to go the last mile in throwing your life away? That's basically it. That's basically what somebody has to say to this guy. Do you wish to go over the threshold and, and take that last step into never, never land. Do we know a hundred percent for sure yet, whether these guys are going to be tried separately or whether they will be a, a, a tag team sitting there together as co-conspirators. Do we know that know. for sure yet? Or, or do know. they have a choice? Does Walt Nada have a choice as to whether he wants a separate trial? I, I don't know or, if that, I don't know not, if they can, I would think, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question, but I, I know yeah. that he but, has he has an opportunity. He'll probably have an opportunity to cooperate with investigators, cooperate with the, with the Department of Justice. Right. Um, well, but I I don't believe that the entire case hangs on him. <laughs> no, uh, but he would be that, uh, when when we had the conversation. He told me to move the boxes, and uh, since I knew what was in them, I'm part of the conspiracy, and so. I, there's there's too much other stuff. There are certain so loopholes. That, 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 by the way, that makes it even more ridiculous for him to to uh, take the fall, mm-hmm. okay, to plead the fifth, and think that uh, by withholding information in court, uh, that that's gonna that's gonna help either him or Trump escape prosecution and punishment it's to the, that that's well, they some, said that's you must sound some point, legal advice at some point in time. Even Mark Meadows said. I'm out. <laughs> it appears yeah, that Mark course. Meadows has said, I've done enough. I've suffered enough. My life is shit enough. I'm out. I'm going to have to well, start talking to people. This guy was a Navy guy, right? This Correct. Walt not He's a big Navy guy. And, CPO. Um, he retired as a CPO. So you take the, the oath when you join the military. And since he reached a, uh, 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 was it commissioned officer? Is that what that is? CPO? Uh, uh, Chief Petty Officer. It's what Don Rickles had in CPO Sharky, which, which was your favorite television show, I think, back in 1979. It was. Did you know that one time Johnny... Co- Forget it. No. <laughs> oh, was there a broken ashtray? I had no, no, idea. no. A cigarette box? Right. But so you, ta- you take this oath to the uh, Constitution of the United States. How do you fall off the wagon so far as a military man Mm. to at this point pledge your entire life to one man to 
a president or one person or whatever you want to call Trump to this point? How do you, how does that happen? And I'm not a I'm not a brain surgeon here, so I I can't figure it out. But this is this is the moment he has to make that decision. But there there are so many there are so many things that are self incriminating on behalf of Trump by Trump about Trump that uh, if uh, Walt Nada isn't smart enough to get off the bus right now. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe they can maybe they can room together up there in upstate New York, wherever they they uh, initially send these guys. If in fact they they're uh, taken down and Trump doesn't get reelected and doesn't pardon himself and and keep the country in, in complete total turmoil. That's the years night- and years and years and years. The That's nightmare the scenario. The it nightmare is. scenario is that he's reelected in part, and then all of a sudden, now tell me how that's not a banana republic. Tell me how that that's. Be, I don't even know if the banana. It's Republic's not a banana republic. Banana republic is a step up from what <laughs> we would be. You know what? You should apologize to bananas right now. Okay, say you're sorry. <laughs> how is it not? I mean, how can you not? That's that's that like a joke that you, that a guy gets elected and pardons himself, and it's true because immediately when he goes into, if he's not convicted already, and the the time element of this, you're correct is the part that's uncontrollable. We delay, 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 delay. We're going down the road. We got this case, that case. I don't know. He's got new counsel. Now he's got new counsel next week. Delay, delay, delay. Then all of a sudden, it's election day. He's elected. He's sworn in, and he's not convicted yet. And oh, by the way, since he's been sworn in, now the case goes away. The investigation is done. He's in charge of the Department of Justice, and it all evaporates into the mist. Now, I think we do need to make sure that we remember that uh, this is only two of four. Two of four. We've got the indictment up in New York over uh, business and uh, the money transfer to uh, Miss Stormy Daniels. That's that's in progress, right? That's the indictment, and we did get a we did get uh, some fingerprints and we did get some video and we got some still pictures inside the courtroom for that arraignment. Now we have this. And we're talking about timelines and how he could wiggle out of this and, and maybe still get elected. And, um, you know, the polling is going to be really interesting over the next few weeks and, and months to see whether, God forbid, this actually helps him. You mean there are people out there who are ready to jump on board with Trump because of this? Okay, all right, let's not even think about the, the stupidity of that. But you still have two more cases uh, each of which is uh, equal or more devastating than the one we're talking about right here with the documents in Mar-a-Lago, the January 6th inquiry up in Washington, where the trial would be held. This would be a Washington thing. There would be no Donald Trump appointed federal judge singularly to derail it. Uh, and then you have Atlanta, where you have state charges where even a uh president trump do too couldn't pardon himself because these are state charges and uh he would need he would need a governor to uh pardon him and that's not gonna happen so well i don't know he might get one at some point we don't know we just don't don't brian kemp is uh ready to to, to not yet but you know governor yeah i don't know but but let's but again they're state charges it's a different it's a different idea. So uh, as nervous as 
we should be over this absolute outrageous example of American justice off the rails when the judge in the case is a Federalist Society, Donald Trump appointed, unqualified loser to oversee what could be the most important trial in American history ever. While we're worried about that, let's keep in the back pocket the other two situations. Let's keep in the I, well. You said you said Georgia in January six. You didn't mention New York, did you? No, I did. I did. I said oh, did okay. The Stormy Daniels, yeah, uh, payment, and and so and that's really that. that's really yeah. That's three other situations. That's New York. Right. That's the thing so with January six. Yeah, so one, right. One one is officially in progress. He's indicted, yeah. and then you got this one. And then you got the the uh, other two. So you know what I'd like to call these cases put together. You ready? I just made this up. The Fab Four. Oh, good for Just you. Out of that, I did that. That's good. Yeah. All right. So let me let's look at the list here. Let's see what we got. Um, Trump. You know the golfers have clubs and they can hurt you, Don. Um. Another moronic meltdown by he. And uh, inflation nation is cooling just a bit, but Fox is seething. <laughs> do the you want to go uh, off the track and we'll go back to Trump? No, no, let's do the uh do the golf one first because uh I've been I went over to Ollie's, you know. Ollie's has good stuff cheap. And uh they had that Rick Riley uh book about him cheating at golf call. I think it's called Cheater in Chief or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I have I a, there's like a couple different books about him cheating and that that's the most famous one but you know just like abe lincoln there are going to be lots of books lots of books about uh, all of the let me let me read a joke to you from a golfer this guy's named max homa max homa is a professional golfer he was an ncaa champion he's on the tour now and uh, according to wikipedia max homa was born in burbank california he's jewish in december of 2018 he tweeted Despite six years at Hebrew school and the completion of my bar mitzvah, the most Jewish thing I've ever felt came looking after looking at a home with extravagant Christmas lights and thinking that electric bill must be brutal. There you go. <laughs> There's my joke for today. <laughs> Bada bing. Bada bing. All right, just uh, hours ahead of the arraignment. Trump took time out to taunt the pro golfers who didn't take the big payouts from the government of Saudi Arabia. Because Trump, months ago, said that all the golfers should have just taken the big money from the LIV Golf League owned by the uh, Saudi Arabians and their sovereign wealth fund. So, here you go. Here's what he says. I wonder if the PGA players who didn't heed my advice and take the massive amounts of money that was offered to them by Live Golf feel somewhat, quote, stupid, unquote, right now. I predicted a merger, merger in capital letters, and that is exactly what happened. But whether 
LIV succeeded or failed, what the hell did they have to lose except for some bull fed to them by highly paid PGA executives? Plenty. In fact, more money than they will ever be able to make again. Anyway, enjoy the game. Now, here's here's what I was getting to with my little headline mm-hmm. because it's uh, it's going to be a fait accompli that at least one or two tournaments are now going to be held at Trump properties. Remember, they took away one of the majors. Yeah. Was it the PGA, I think, that was scheduled to be at the, the Bedminster course or something? And they yeah. took it away. It was a big one. They took it away. All right. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be back. So you're trashing these guys for not doing the greedy thing, for doing what, at least in the continuum of uh, what passes for morality in golf, they did the honorable thing and did not take blood money from the Saudi regime with uh, all of the, and it's more than just baggage, that goes being associated with uh, uh, Mohammed bin Salman and the country of Saudi Arabia buying out an entire sport to try to buy themselves what they think is going to be credibility. You can't buy this kind of credibility. You can't buy money. Can't buy you love. You know, I don't write a song. I'll call it. Can't buy me love. It's just all Beatles today. That's all we're doing. It's all, Beatles. all Beatles. All Beatles. Yeah. Um, and for Trump to come along and this is all part of the, you may have seen the video from last night. He was at Doral and it was like a cocktail party scene and Trump's just talking to people. He's acting like he don't have a care in the world. He doesn't have a care in the world. Why are you folks agonizing over this? I got it under control. I'm Donald Trump. Nothing can touch me. And then to attack all of the uh, other golfers, golfers not named Phil Mickelson, uh, people like that, even stupid golfers like Tiger Woods and who didn't take them on. It, it just when you think, oh, I can, I can't imagine him doing anything. This is just so pathetic. It's just so. Yeah. Pathetic. And it goes along with this idea that Trump thinks that everyone is as dishonest and greedy as he is. And if they are not, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you trying to cut every angle? Why aren't you trying to shave around the edges like I do? Walk right up to the law, tiptoe right up there. They can't touch you. You're always... Not quite over the line. And even if you are, you get back in time. You'll find yourself a good lawyer. Where's my Roy Cohn? Where is my Roy Cohn? The answer is he's dead. <laughs> and you may be soon. You know, I was, I was reading about uh, Walt Nata. Apparently he was a, a chef, a cook in the United States Navy. Isn't his name Waltine? Isn't that the I, official name? I don't know. You see it? Yeah, you see it in the if you look at the uh, actual uh, indictment. You know that's his W A L T I N E. Waltine Tori Nada. 
And in, in Wikipedia, he's born in either 1982 or 1983. I don't know. It's, it's one of those years. He's, he's in there. Waltine Torinata. Yeah, no, the the taunting over the, the Live Golf Tour, and it came out like the day of the announcement when he said it was like a great thing. And it, fuck you. Yeah, but this is new. This is yeah, this, I know. You, you gotta, he's got to up the game, you know, because it it, may, it it has more weight because Brit. He's at Doral. I just wish it, I just release him. He's he's at a great country club, Doral Country Club. Just you and you, you and your buddy Phil Mickelson get together, and you guys can put a video of you blowing each other. Just shut shut up. Get out of my face. I I just find it difficult to believe that this is all gonna work out for golf first of all uh senator richard blumenthal of connecticut no slouch is he in the world right. of uh, antitrust he was the attorney general of connecticut for 20 years he's been down this road before he's calling the whole deal off or he's calling it out uh because of antitrust violations which how could it not be that these were two competitors and suddenly they're not competitors anymore and they're not merging. They're, it's a buyout, okay? In other words, the NFL didn't buy out the AFL and the NBA didn't buy out the entire NBA and take it. Again, these are, it's a bad It's, bad it's a money. It, this is a money laundering operation. The, the, oh, the Saudi well, money. You know what? That might not be a good thing <laughs> legally. <laughs> the Saudi Arabians, as we know, this is dirty terrorist money. That's why nobody wanted to make a TV deal with them. So I know I hate the wait a minute. It's now PGA. Oh, well, no, we can we can show your stuff. And it's just it's just Saudi money back. OK, that's fine. No problem. That's that's I essentially mean, what this is. Yeah, let's look at the uh, the official readout on this. Blumenthal once. Details of the agreement, including how they're going to be uh, operating, sent them a letter. PGA Tours agreement with uh, LIV Golf raises concerns about the government's role, Saudi government's role in influencing the effort and risks posed by a foreign government entity assuming control over a cherished American institution. I mean, think about it, Britt. Saudi Arabia hasn't even bought out wrestling no they haven't well but they, they went have. right after golf right they, they, they there was a, there was a rumor that there was a rumor they were going to buy out wrestling now they've thrown hundreds of millions of dollars at wrestling to try to you know make themselves look good sure they've done that well but that you know that's actually the point here because if they would have stopped right here uh with two entities and the uh pga decided well, we're just going to keep operating. And if we have to lose a bunch of golfers to live, well, that's going to be the way it's going to be because we're going to do the right thing, then okay. But they, what they thought was that over a short number of years, more golfers at the top would gravitate over to uh, LIV and take the money, mm-hmm. as Donald Trump would have advised them. And then you'd have a PGA Tour that was really a double a ball that really wouldn't have uh, any of the best players, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, the, I mean, the, the, like th- th- this just solidifies what an asshole this guy is. If, if there was ever a chance, oh, there's a redeeming bone in his butt. Forget it. Just forget it. What you, you were hopeful until this. Yeah. I wasn't really. What did it for you? 
but I was I was open to any suggestion. Like, <laughs> no, you weren't. Like I, I, it's almost like, hey, there's a somebody put a puppy in a blender, but I think that's great. Love it. It's fantastic. I hate puppies. Fred never let me have a dog. Puppies are stupid. Can't stand them. The left loves them. Don't care about dead babies. All right, let's uh, let's switch over to uh, good news today. Relatively speaking, inflation continues to cool, offering relief to consumers, sort of. Consumer prices are up over the last 12 months, 4%, which is the slowest rate in over two years. It had uh, reached a little bit over 9% at its its peak. And it's an encouraging sign that uh, things are getting... A lot better, but not as good as they should be. It's not perfect. Nobody said it was. Nobody said it was. Although I would That's again not point, the point. But uh, you will hear every re- right. I, you'll I, be. I, I, you'll hear every Republican continue to campaign when asked about the economy to parrot what Trump says, which is this is the worst economy in the history of the world. We're just about out of business. The country is is flat on its back. This is Joe Biden is an economic disaster. He knows nothing. And Joe Biden's inflation continues to ruin our lives every day. And he's just making it worse. And there's going to be no acknowledgement, zero, zero of the direction that we're going in, which is uh, completely now in the right direction to the point where they may stop raising interest rates and so this is exactly what you you want to happen and uh uh it's not as fast as we want it never is but they're going to just lie about it but when this news came out this morning they panicked over at fox because remember as you've so eloquently said before Bad news for America is good news for Fox. That's right. Good news for America is bad news for Fox. Right? Because you have to keep the anger up. You have to keep the fear up. You have to keep the dread up. That's the game. So here's the clip. This is, and and I apologize. Uh, You might want to, you know, dampen your your, uh, earphones. (laughs) When you listen to this, because this is the most unlistenable voice on television, <laughs> Maria Bartiromo. Oh, God. Her voice is absolutely dreadful. Okay. She, believe me, she's not one of these people that started in radio and went over to TV. Okay. Yeah, A lot of people yeah. start in radio. Sometimes, and you'll hear people who are uh, seasoned on TV, and, and sometimes if they talk like this, you know, they, they did start in radio. A lot of that happened a lot, but, but she's just unlistable so here she is with representative buddy carter of georgia he's a he's a republican he's been in office since 2015 and he's a pharmacist by by trade and of course he got himself quickly in trouble uh by trying to uh 
pushed through a bill that would increase reimbursement rates for pharmacies in Georgia. This is when he was in the state legislature in Georgia. And of course, that would have aligned his pockets because he owned three pharmacies at the time. So he's a good, honest guy. He's a he's a standard issue. <laughs> a solid Republican. guy. Yeah. So here they are right after the inflation number hits the wires and it's on all over the it's all over the uh, the television channels, and it's uh, it's pretty good. It's what what was expected. It's down a little bit more from the previous month, and certainly you know, much better than than a year ago. Uh, but you got to find the the uh, the black lining to the silver cloud, don't you? Isn't that how that works? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, you got to do it. We'll also hear from um, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen today. Representative Earl Buddy Carter, talk to us about what you're expecting there, because the Treasury Secretary, uh, when God. we first started seeing this spike in inflation, says it was oh. transitory. What are your thoughts on how she'll explain uh, where we're going from here? Well, I'm I'm sure she'll make it out to be as 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 good as she can. But at the same time, we are far from out of trouble here. Does does he sound like a standard issue? Jesus, Southern Republican guy, huh? Is that great or, or what? Yeah, yeah. I, God, he, you know what he sounds like. Who was the guy that, that Leslie Jordan? Was he the guy that died last year? Yeah, yeah. He sounds like that guy. Yes, I agree. The Fed may pause next this month and may not raise interest rates, but that doesn't mean they're not going to raise them back in July. We've still got some serious problems in our economy. The labor shortage. Last night I had dinner with a group of engineers. Uh, yeah, yeah, were- yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> I had a group. I had a group dinner last <laughs> night, and they was broke. So that means the economy sucks ass. So th- there can't be any acknowledgement. No. Any acknowledgement no. that anything is is going right. And uh, all the inflation that we've experienced in the last couple of years is Joe Biden's inflation. He wow. set it into motion. Remember I'd like that. to I just want to point out because you were pointing out again, things are not perfect, but the S P five hundred is up thirteen percent so far this year. That's not the entire economy. I understand, and I understand people are struggling, and I understand inflation is bad, but to have the S&P 500 up 13% halfway through the year, in a year when we've had like the second, third, and fourth biggest bank failures in America, for example, that doesn't suck. It portends something. All right, what else? Uh, Joe Biden was uh, MIA yesterday. Did you hear the uh, the old man had a old man problem, which is why he can't be reelected. He had a root canal yesterday, Britt. Oh well, that's it. It's over. And Impeach. Nobody, nobody should be president who's getting root canals at the age of of eighty because you're already supposed to not even have your teeth at eighty, right? <laughs> I'll bet you Earl Buddy Carter won't have his. This is what you know. This is what bothers me as a Southerner. You know, is because it's and and you heard you've heard Stephen Colbert years ago, who's from Charleston, South Carolina, say that in in entertainment he he got rid of the accent because it was shorthand for stupid. All throughout the years in entertainment, whether it's movies, television, radio, whatever, you know, it was the slow witted Southerner who talked like that, and you get assholes like that guy that play right into the stereotype. Not only is it, not only do they sound dumb, but they say dumb stuff. You know, and you're like, God, could we just stop 
fucking kicking our own selves in the ass as Southern people? Could we stop just being that? That that's what bothers me. Hey, this is pretty cool. They they did the root canal for Biden at the White House. Of course, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And listen to this: Biden was not placed under anesthesia for the procedure, so they wouldn't have to invoke the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which would have made you know who. I don't even know how you pronounce her name, Britt. How do you do that? Kamala. I I, but I understand she's stupid and she's awful and she's terrible. And I don't know why, but we've just decided that she's terrible and she's awful and she couldn't take over the office and she's just horrific. And oh my God, what a disaster. It was. So, she's so stupid that Joe Biden didn't even for one second want to be under anesthesia. Because... <laughs> I wonder if the political guys at the White House are like, all right, here's what I got to do. So we're going to take you to a strip mall in Arlington so you can be seen as one of the people. Like, just have him out there in a strip mall at some dentist place. Like, <laughs> we're going to make you one of the people. Remember Biden during the, I, I just want to remind you that during the Obama White House, this was this really happened. They were like, he's got to go on a vacation where he shows that he's one of the people. And they were always like doing that stuff. And then uh, I think it was Koki Roberts who fell into this trap. God bless her. Koki goes, well, you should go to someplace like Myrtle Beach. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sure middle America would, would accept Barack Obama if he'd just go to fucking Myrtle Beach. <laughs> That'll swing South Carolina right into Obama's category. Yeah, but, 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 you, but he can only go in during Black Biker Week. <laughs> <laughs> and they had it. It was the, the, the people forget about this now because it's been a while. But the, the Obama, they, he went one year to the Gulf Coast because, you know, it was after the oil spill and all the disaster and all the shit. So he went there, and I think he went to Asheville one time. I think they, they went, they put him in Asheville one time, and then maybe they just went to Hawaii. The other time they were like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to Hawaii." So after the second term, it was like, you, you, "I'm not being reelected to anything. I don't have to worry about you people. I'm just going to go to Hawaii." That's where I was Biden raised. Had been scheduled to appear at the College Athlete Day on the South Lawn, which hosts NCAA champions from various men's and women's sports from the 22-23 uh, season. So this, this must be all the other sports, not football or basketball, right? Uh, uh, like the so, non-revenue sports? Right, right. So, Britt, th- th- and this is a problem. Kamala Harris attended and hosted in Joe Biden's place. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Huge issue. Huge issue. White House moved two other events that were on Biden's schedule to today a meeting with the Secretary General of the NATO organization. You know, they don't pay their bills, those other countries. When I get back in there, they're going to pay up. <laughs> hey, when I get back in the White House, I'm going to keep not paying my lawyers. <laughs> Weird, right? Yeah, which is... Which is more disgusting, that he doesn't pay his lawyers or that he's a, a world-class golf cheater? That's a tough one. That's a tough one to answer. It's not, that he, it's not that he doesn't pay. He doesn't pay anybody. Anybody who does any work for him at all, he just doesn't pay them. Well, because the, the honor of being able to say that you did something for Donald Trump is, is such a brand-expanding credential that people I mean, are just lining up begging 
you make sir, a can I paint your house? Sir, can I can I change the the tire on your car? Sir, no, you. I mean, you you make a joke of that, but they re, they they literally had like a thing in California where somebody was going to cater, and they're like, we we we're not going to pay you because you're going to get so much work out of this. That was literally the argument they made to the people. Well, wait a minute, isn't there money that's still owed from the inauguration ceremonies, which and there was, way, but, but it's like a double because yeah. The inauguration ceremonies in in 2017, I guess it was, yeah, uh, went way over budget. They had way more than they they needed to have, and they didn't pay everybody, and way more money was raised and was available to pay those vendors and people like that, and that money disappeared largely and has not been accounted for, and that's just another investigation that went down the toilet, that went down the rabbit hole and never was brought to fruition. It's yeah. just add it to the list. Yeah. Add it to the list. You know, everything was a scam. For all we know, you know, there's forty, fifty million dollars that the Trump completely scraped and ripped off and kept for himself. And he paid off a couple people to look the other way, even though we know about it, it doesn't matter. That's how nope. he does business. That's right. That's how we, that's how we got that, that, uh, that grand Hyatt built in, in New York in 1982. That's how we got it done. How do you think I got Trump tower built on fifth Avenue? Huh? <laughs> bribes. Bri- well, bri- yeah, bribes and mafia point. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I know how to deal with those people. Well, we know I mean, you know how to deal with those people. You are those, one of those people. I mean, at least he's smart enough to know that because you don't stiff the mafia. I mean, those are the, if you're going to pay anybody, that's who you pay because you end up tits up in the river. 